0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals podcast for July 11th of 2022. I'm Lucas Smith. Along with me is the co-host, J.D.
0: Haffron. Happy Monday, J.D. Another victory Monday. Lucas, happy Monday to you! As the Cardinals get the uh, W yesterday, a uh, uh, hard-fought W, and uh, things looked a little bit bleak. It, they didn't do so well. Without I was talking about them over the weekend, man. They couldn't get any offensive <laughs> going. But uh, you know, glad they glad they were able to pull off the victory yesterday. You got to see a pools home run. You got to see a go ahead run in the bottom of the eighth.
1: Very exciting stuff. So we'll break that down. We're going to talk about all stars first. Before all of that, I want to let you guys know that you're going to love this new um, app because today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the new world of car- trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned for later in the show. JD is going to give you some more information on this awesome new tool for collectors or beginners. You're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. But the big story yesterday, JD, in terms of all-around baseball would be the all-star selection you know you saw the starters announced on friday Uh, we saw goldschmidt uh, get the starting nod for the st louis cardinals so he will start Mm -hmm. at the uh, first base position we also saw pujols be named an all-star something we talked about last week and then two other uh, cardinals named all-stars as ryan helsley gets the nod as well as nolan Arenado. so four all-stars for a team that is hovering just above 500 speaks to how good (laughs) these individuals have been
0: yeah, I mean, um, the, the team itself, uh, I, I guess you could say, has underperformed a little bit, but I, I think we all kind of expected the, them to be right around here considering the injuries that they've been dealing with. But, yeah, I mean, you've got superstars at the corners with Goldschmidt, Arenado, super happy for Ryan Helsley to uh, get the, the notice, the deserving notice, that uh, he's worked so hard to get to, and uh, he's, he's headed to L.A., man. He's uh, been one of the best relief really pitchers in baseball this year, so hats off to him
1: absolutely and you mentioned it off air that he was you know only seven saves which you might not expect from a closer with this kind of stuff but (laughs) with the way that you know the closer situation worked out you know it just is what it is and I think saves it's an interesting stat if you really want to get into that kind of discussion but uh the, the ERA under one the the minuscule hits all those numbers speak for themselves especially the stuff but I think there's a good chance and I think that if Dave Roberts could, could try and finagle it, it'd be really cool to see Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt play at the same time. You'd have to get Machado out of the game pretty early for that to happen. But that's kind of one of my goals, as you can see, if you you know you get your Cardinals on the corners. And I mentioned that as yeah. a slogan last week. Would it be cool if Dave Roberts, manager of the National League, or excuse me, Brian Sn- uh, Snicker, manager of the National League, could get that done if they get both Cardinals at the corners?
0: Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that Machado ended up winning in the votes, which it's fine, I guess, man. I'm a little disappointed in Cardinal Nation. Hi, I mean, come on, how do you let the Padres fans end up pushing him as the starter over all of us? We, like, own the Midwest. Like, what is that? But, uh... You know, it, it, whatever, you know, the game doesn't mean all that much, but it would have been cool overall, but uh, yeah, hopefully even get it done. Hey, if Machado plays, he, he, he could, uh, you know, he's been dealing with a few injuries the last couple of weeks. So maybe he steps down and goes, ah, I'd just rather have the day off and uh, no one can slide into that starting spot over at the hot corner. That's a good
1: point. There's always that question. There's probably going to be numerous amounts of changes to the roster over the next week plus. as The All-Star game is eight days away. Uh, you even saw one already with Bryce Harper being named the starter, but he was hurt. So I believe it's uh, Wilson or William Contreras, uh, the DH yeah. over in Atlanta. So the Contreras brothers getting the start. Yeah. I know we don't like the Cubs, but it's still kind of a fun <laughs> little note there that the two Contreras get the All-Star nod. Uh, the other one, we, we talked about the possibility. We didn't talk about it actually happening yet with Albert getting the getting the call. I mean, that's, again, a no-brainer for Albert to be named there. There's even talk, J.D., of Albert maybe participating in the Home Run Derby in his final year, ooh, saying that he has said that there are more people deserving than him, but that if he was asked, you know, it's, it's, I, I, we, no one's, he hasn't said no yet. We'll put it that way. The machine could be in one more Derby.
0: I, I would love to see it. That would be cool. Um would he win? Probably not. No. But that's okay. It's all about having fun and just doing it for the fans and considering, you know, he was a Dodger last year, so the fans are gonna be excited to see him back in uh Dodger Stadium. And uh that would be cool. I would I would enjoy that. Maybe Miggy yeah. should sign up. Maybe they just have like him versus Miggy for one round just for like like an old farts home run derby. <laughs> <laughs> just to let them have a little goofy fun together. Cause you know, they'll do the whole Whew, I'm gassed or whatever after yeah. like five swings. What, you know, they could have some fun with it. And that's what it's supposed to be about. That's what this whole All-Star game is about. It's fun. Like they made it mean something a few years ago. And it took all the, the just the fun away from it. It was everybody had to take it seriously where that's not what we want, man. We just want to see some of our favorite players get on the field and goof off together.
1: Absolutely. I saw some people t- mention the idea of a tag team, like
0: it's Miguel Cabrera as a, as a team, one round as holes, one it's Cabrera I'm, I'm bringing it. it on bring all of it on like any any goofy ideas that they have let's let's do it man don't don't take this seriously do it for the fans and, and just let us enjoy it do it for the
1: fans stay healthy and have fun those are the, those are the biggest mm-hmm. things obviously you don't want anybody getting hurt in the two festivities no. but um was there a cardinal that was not named an all-star that should have been and we all know who we're talking about when we, when we asked that question Tommy Edmund JD and I were texting about it. He's been in a bit of a slump, but when you look at when you pull up ESPN, you look at WAR leaders. Defensive WAR, Tommy Edwin 2.2. That is best in baseball. And then you go over. Uh, my phone just lost all of its service, so that makes sense. But when you go <laughs> to the to the seasonal uh, overall WAR, Tommy Edwin Edwin still sits at sixth best in the National League. It's very easy to put your Cardinal glasses on and say, "Oh, easy, Snub. He needs to be on the All Star team. Like, obviously." But he's been a bit of a slump. The average has dipped. The you know all the numbers has really dipped over the last week or so, which I think could have cost him his All Star appearance at the time being. Could be some injuries, but I think that if he were to, if he would have stayed at like two seventy five, two eighty, you see him in the All Star team.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much the the, the issue here is where his uh, I think over his last like fifteen games he's hitting like almost one fifty something like that. So it's been a little bit rough. Does it mean that he's not deserving? Not really, but he's he's definitely an all star for the Cardinals on the team that where, where it matters. Um I just think he's not to that level yet. He's like at the level of, hey, he's really good. I mean, we all know what he can do with his glove, but uh, offensively, you know, he's not really he's not doing anything all that special that would get recognition from the fans or the players around the league to vote him in. Could still be an alternate. Uh, you know, people could uh, dip off the, uh, the starting roster and whatnot as they uh, make mm-hmm. the adjustments towards the game. So it's still a possibility. But I think, um, I, I think Edmonds, he's on the cusp. He's close. But mm-hmm. I, I still think they made the right decision by him not being on the team.
1: I tend to agree with you. I mean, you, know, you, know, you do look at it, though. You look at Tommy Evans' seasonal war, record in ESPN again. 4.2 As my phone kicked back up in the, into high gear. Uh, that is sixth best in Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani has a 4.3 war this season. Jordan Alvarez has 4.1. He's also an all-star. Max Fried, 4.4, just above him. You see Arenado and Goldschmidt at 3-2 th- at 4.5 and 4.8, and then Sandy Alcantara at 5.2. So I know that war is not an end-all-be-all statistic. It's a it's a it's a statistic that a lot of people point to for Hall of Fame. I think like, you know, they, that's a big comparative number because that's a metric that really stays the same throughout every era, if you will. It's not like you know, hitting 20 home runs in 1910 is not what it is in 2010, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a metric that kind of changes, but war is one that should take, be taken into consideration. Wins above replacement, so how much better are you than the average player, right? And when you look at that number, Edmund is clearly an all-star, but that that is not everything. And I, I agree with your statement earlier as well. You said that Edmund is a cardinal all-star when it matters. and there, there's, there's no question that he's not. He can play arguably five positions if you want to stick him back out in the corner and outfield spots. He's a switch hitter, steals some bags. So is mm-hmm. he a snub, as they say? He'll probably make the list on these articles that are talking about snubs, but he's not probably the biggest snub out there, if I'll if I put it that way.
0: No, no, not at all. Um, again, his. you want to go with war, and that, that's that's great. We know that as super baseball nerds, that that's important, whereas uh, when you're looking at the sexy stats of you know home runs, RBIs, batting average, on base percentage, you know, he's just he's just that tier below the superstars in the league, but uh, he, he's working on it. You know, hopefully, he gets hot in the second half. You know, he because you see how the the team itself has offensively struggled as Tommy Edmund has struggled, you know, not only losing O'Neill and Bader, but with Tommy not being able to, you know, he's not even hitting in the leadoff spot very often anymore. He was mm-hmm. down in the bottom half of the lineup. So you see how important he is to this team and to the offense. And yeah, if he was hitting around 300, uh, you'd get my vote to put him into the all-star game. But I just can't, I can't live with myself uh, with him hitting 257 and sending him to L.A.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great point. And 257 without 25 home runs. Like, you know, it's the different type of of player that we're talking about. But overall, Cardinals get four selections. And like I said, for a team that is hovering, you know, and it's kind of hard to say this or hard to come to terms with this really, J.D., for a team that is just hovering just above 500 right now as we sit, you know, a week out of the All-Star Games, they get four representatives, three "Quote unquote legit representatives." Uh, no, no mm-hmm. disrespect to Albert, but that's uh, you know legacy legacy clause there. Um, overall, How you dare get, you? How dare you? Did you see what
0: he did yesterday? How dare you?
1: Point. You know what? That's a great segue. I'm probably going to get crap <laughs> on for that, but we are going to talk about yesterday's game. Uh, the Albert Pujols home run yesterday's the offense came back to life. They knew that we were going to talk about them today, like you said, J.D., and they decided to come back to life and uh, provide a little bit of fireworks on a Sunday afternoon. But first, I want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens AG1. What is this stuff? Talked about it a little bit, but if you haven't heard it before, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing, listen to this, 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day Right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus on aging. It helps just about everything you would want help with. It is lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, it is friendly to that lifestyle. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it still tastes good. And it is cost effective because it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than your cold brew habit as well. And it's cheaper than getting all these different supplements yourself because you are investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. And right now, it's the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D with your first purchase, as well as five free travel packs, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com MLB Network. And again, that is MLB, excuse me, that is athleticgreens.com MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Cardinals with a close exciting win yesterday against the Phillies as they earned the right to go for a split today, a 4-3 win. The Cardinals score one time in the 6th, 7th, and 8th innings, JD. They still got out-hit 11-8 by the Phillies, but they scored more runs, and that's, what, that's the stat that counts.
0: Yeah, that's what ultimately matters is scoring more than the other team. You're going to win a lot of ball games, Lucas, <laughs> if you outscore your opponent. Write that down keep that in there because that's important. I never thought about that. I'll write it down. It's, good point. <laughs> it's an easy game, man. It's an easy game. Uh, what do you want to start with? You want to start with the positives yesterday? I love the Absolutely. fact that they, they, they fought back, didn't give up, and uh, you know, it takes a little spark here and there, and you know, when number five comes to the plate and uh, hits a bomb, that that's going to get people on their feet. Like, how disheartening was it the one game where he gets a chance to pinch it. Me and you were texting. We're like, yeah. we're like, all right, here he comes. And take your walk right on down to first base. We're not even going to give you a chance to do anything. And that sucked, sucked as a fan. But um, he finally got a chance to yesterday. They threw it to him and uh, Albert deposits it into the seats. Uh, 684. So he's now I believe within 12 of Alex Rodriguez, mm-hmm. which uh, we don't think he's going to get to 700. But I think 12, he. Yeah. 12, is, 12
1: is more easy to – there's an easier path to see that than there is to to 700 and, and to put A-Rod down to what that would be fifth place all the time, fourth place I think it is. with. Uh, but no, I yeah. think that Albert is, is close to getting there. But watching Albert hit home runs, even to this day, is still a thing of beauty, especially when he knows he got it. I think that he thought he got one last week or week before and it was down yeah. the track. But yesterday, just watching the replay – there was something about just the way he knew it. And he didn't, you know, he's never been one to, like, flip the bat, throw it up. Like, uh, whoever, Todd Law, Ted Lawless, whoever his name, Mr. Lawless for the Cardinals in the <laughs> Tom 80s am Lawless back Lulles.
0: in the 80s. Yes, with yes. With the beautiful locks coming out of the batting helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he's not bat flipping like that against the Dodgers. But he's still, you know, he'll toss it aside. And the way he did that yesterday was just reminiscent of the days that he would hit 450-foot home runs. You know, he might not yeah. have that power today, but... It was a glorious thing, and you mentioned the Cardinals coming back because that—that that, that to me is the sign of an offense that is clicking. This offense is not clicking by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a sign that it's, it's a positive step forward because you get down two to one and three to one as Polanco uh, gives up runs uh, in the fourth and fifth innings as he only goes five and two thirds, better than his last outing when he was uh, possibly tipping pitches. But that two-run deficit—I don't know how you felt, Didi, in that moment—but that three-to-one deficit felt like it was
0: six to one seven yeah yeah uh, uh, especially with the way the offense has been right. like you, you you don't think you'll be able to climb out of the hole when you're getting shut out back-to-back days and you've got shut out three times in the last week like yeah it feels like it's insurmountable but uh you know it, you could see Albert like it felt like he just kind of put the team on his shoulders the way he did it he's like look we can do this guys so he just kind of took a glance at the bench and uh you know, it takes just a little spark like that sometimes to get things rolling again. And um, God, it was fun to see. I, 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 I'm excited about it right now. Just talking about it, man. I love seeing Albert do Albert things at this uh, point in his career.
1: Well, don't get too excited, but Albert's five for his last eleven with a home run and you know, uh-huh. two RBIs. Could he be heating uh-huh. up? And he had to sacrifice fly a couple, you know, last week against Atlanta, had two hits Line
0: shot, almost took the guy's glove off in left field, that did, hit that did, ball
1: hard. He had a three-hit day today, yesterday, excuse yeah. me. So he is yeah. somebody that, you know, I'm not saying that he's going to be starting every day, or, you know, I'm not saying he's on that cusp, but, you know, he is somebody that, it was, was, it was getting hard to watch. Watch him hit, hover around 180, 190 as he st- kind of starts his way back. But, but yeah. let's go to that eighth inning. Let, let's let's focus in on that eighth inning for the St. Louis Cardinals, the, the inning that's got them the winning run. It started off with a, guess what? A Pujols single. You see a pinch runner, which is fair. Then Newt Barr pops out. Newt Barr had the hit earlier. Edmundo Sosa, you and I have been kind of uh, struggling with over text, gets a single uh, up the middle to center field. You see Paul Goldschmidt come up to the plate as a pinch hitter. I want to ask you about Goldschmidt in just a minute, too. He ends up walking. Tommy Ebbin puts one just deep enough. Matt Verling did his best to throw out Carlson at the plate, but a nifty slide after review. Uh, that, that is the definition. Get him on, get him over, get him in.
0: Yeah, and that's what you got to do when you are struggling for offense. And I, it's one of the things that I've been waiting for is like, I'm surprised I haven't started bunting a little bit more just to move people around, you know, just to, just to try to get people in a scoring position a little more often. They're leaving a ton of guys on base still. And I just to give it a, a different look is kind of what I'm looking for. You know, when, when things aren't going right, switch it up a little bit do get back to the basics and the simple things of the game so we didn't see any of that but we saw the small ball type of offense where you know if you, you the Gorman ground out to, to tie the game mm-hmm. up yeah. like j- just simple things like that just to get the job done and uh it, it was good to see that that I think a lot of people would say is Cardinal baseball we, it's never been a team that relies on the three-run homer and I hate teams that are like that it drives me nuts mm-hmm. but uh it, w- it was fun to see them do it that way yesterday well, you even look at,
1: you know, there have been multiple times over the last couple of, over the last week or so, really, that, that the Cardinals have gotten runners at second and third with less than two outs, and all you need, all you need is a fly ball. Going yeah. back to the fundamentals, and, and they just haven't been able to do that. And I, I mentioned Paul Goldsmith because Paul Goldsmith was not in the starting lineup yesterday. And I haven't seen anything as to say why or anything of that nature, but the way that I see it, JD, I was kind of frustrated that, that Goldsmith was not in the lineup. I understand guys need days off, and that he is human, and that you are you were one and six last week. So, but that, that, that's my point really is that you were one and six last week, and yeah. you're sitting Goldschmidt. You're you're arguably the the best hitter on the team, at least this season statistically wise. In that, baseball, and dude. Baseball, in baseball, yeah. <laughs> that, that just goes to my point again that like that was kind of a head scratcher for me. Did you bat an eye at that, or is it just you know he, a guy needs a day off every once in a while?
0: I took it as they had already planned this, whether they had yeah. gone six and one this week or one and six, that this was going to be a day off for Goldschmidt just as a veteran, just to keep him fresh. And he would obviously be available off the bench. Uh, that's how I took it. And I, I didn't really freak out about it. I mean, it's such a long season. And uh, mm-hmm. like the weather has been just blistering hot in St. Louis, too, the last few days. So I, 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 was, I was fine with it. It's a long year. I'm not going to freak out about one game where he gets a, a day off and rests.
1: That's a fair point. You also look at it, too. The Cardinals have not had an off day since the 30th of June, the last day of June they were off, and they yeah. do not have an off day until day after the All-Star break, technically. I mean, yeah. The team, the players that aren't going to, to L.A. will have an off day next Monday in seven days. But overall, I think that's a fair point. That you know, A lot of baseball in a short amount of time, especially over the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah i mean you had uh Arenado at dh you were giving his mm-hmm. uh, legs a rest from playing in the field so i only got so many spots you could put these guys so um you want you know yeah it, it ended up paying off because albert gets three hits playing first base it's a good point it's a great point so albert ali Marmol ali, ali takes your uh, your your whining about this and and laughs, laughs at you <laughs> that's fair i think i think'll I'll live with the MLB manager
1: telling me how to manage games i'll live with it well, that's funny. But, yeah, so the, the Cardinals will, will move on now. It, it, it's weird that the Cardinals have another game with the Phillies coming up this yeah. week. Uh, game series starting on our Friday. Uh, Four-game series starting on Friday are pretty rare. But runs might be at a premium tonight, J.D., with uh, Nola and Michaelis <laughs> on the mound.
0: So we'll talk about it. But first, you want to say something about today's title sponsor? Yes, yes. Welcome to the world of sports cards. Reimagine the sports card investor app. Is the hobby's most powerful resource. You can quickly check the value of your favorite cards. You can find great deals and profit from the hobby that you love. Available completely free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. It's the Sports Card Investor app. It's a must have for baseball fans. And uh, one of the bonuses I know times can be tough for people. Completely free. Easily browse over 630,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added every single week. You can check the latest values of your favorite cards with seven-day or 30-day charts. Find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay deals feature. Uh, Breakout stars or prospects who are debuting, you can check the value of or find great deals on their first cards. Players like, you know, on the Cardinals roster, you're looking at Nolan Gorman. You're looking at Juan Yepes or even other team stars. How about O'Neill Cruz or Jeremy Pena with the Astros? You know, there's a, they're all available to you. You can even go back to nostalgia and old players. Go back in time and see how much your favorite old cards are worth today. Uh, Lucas, I was watching last night a documentary on YouTube about the rise of Randy Johnson. A lot of people forget that he came up with the Montreal Expos coming out of USC. And then he went on to the Mariners and the Diamondbacks and had his Hall of Fame career. And uh, it was telling us how he adjusts some mechanical things after talking to one Nolan Ryan before they played each other. And, uh, you know, he's got all these cards for not only Randy Johnson's 22-year career, but you've got all the cards from Nolan Ryan's 27-year career. So even the older cards have a place so download the sports card investor app today available for free in the google play and apple app stores or go to sportscardinvestor.com locked on
1: 6 the first pitch scheduled time tonight between the cardinals and phillies aaron nola gets the ball miles michaelis for the cardinals Mentioned this line last time, but Nola 5-6, and six, Michaelis 5-7. and seven. I know wins and losses, similar to a save statistic, is not the end-all be-all for a pitcher. I even saw, I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and somebody was talking about, I forget the two pitchers they were talking about, and I was scrolling through the comments, doom-scrolling, as they say. And somebody said, um, he's got X amount of wins. And somebody <laughs> replied to that person's tweet and said... You're using wins as an argument for a pitcher. You've already lost the argument, <laughs> as to how somewhat irrelevant the pitcher stats are. So if that person's watching the show, they're probably laughing at me, which is fine. <laughs> but wins aside, these two pitchers tonight, Enola and Nola and Michaels have been very solid all season. Runs might be at a premium tonight
0: especially the way the Cardinals have been hitting and the Phillies, to be honest, like everybody's yeah. you know, giving all the crap to the Cardinals for not being able to put runs. The Phillies scored three runs in those two wins. Okay. So yeah. it's not like David tearing the cover off the ball. Uh, but yeah, I would imagine another pitchers duel again tonight at Bush stadium. Uh, both of them. Very good. You're going to see more of the strikeouts for, uh, for Nola than you will Michaelis. But um, you know what Michaelis has over, over Nola burning sage before yeah. he goes onto the field like that was something yesterday I even in case we needed it today uh i even brought i don't have sage but i do have a lighter in case <laughs> we needed to burn something to make sure our show went off without a hitch this morning because uh that's what apparently what Michaelis did yesterday burn yeah. sage on the field to to kind of maybe eat. Ward off the evil spirits that were shutting down the Cardinals. And, yeah. and it worked. So the Sage is 1 and 0. So can the Phillies and Aaron Nola outpitch Michaelis and the Sage? I highly doubt that.
1: And the stash. I'll, I'll throw one more thing in there. I'm you know, I'm not it, it, it rivals Strider's stash of Atlanta. I'll say that. My when Michael has his stash rolling. I'm not a huge mustache guy, JD. I don't think too many people can pull it off. Miles, can you Michaelis grow was, facial hair? I'd be shocked if you could f- even. For those grow. watching on YouTube right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself right now. I'm twenty two. I'm twenty two today, but this is like five days of no shaving. And I don't think you guys can see anything on the screen. So no. I cannot grow any facial hair. So Kudos to you if you can. But nevertheless, Michael's with the stash will look to just continue his success. Really, you know, that also arguably, if you really want to make an argument, could have been an all star snub. Maybe. Yeah. You know, if you really yeah. wanted to push for it. And really you look at how the you know how the days line up. So we'll start on this Monday, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, off day starting on Saturday. He could be available for an inning on Tuesday if a starter that was named to the All-Star team pitches on Sunday and doesn't want to travel or doesn't want to pitch two days mm-hmm. later. Michaelis could be available for his bullpen day, could be in, in the All-Star game. Who
0: knows? Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: He, yeah. he could make the, make the team that way, but regardless, even if he doesn't, you know, not to say that that's the end all be all of, of, of a season, but the, the, the offense today, for, for both teams, I think the key is when you're whenever you're facing an ace, J.D., get to them early before they settle in.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure, because uh, if you can get them uh, out of their their comfort zone, off-tempo early on in the game, then all the best to uh, that pitcher trying to get back on track against a, a team that's already got you off keel. So uh, if you can get to Nola, go for it, man. He's, he's one of the best, though. So, uh, I, I, again, I would do kind of what they had to do yesterday to get this win. I wouldn't rely on seeing the ball fly over the wall. I'd be more paying attention to moving runners over, please bunt if you have to. And like, especially with Edmundo Sosa, I know he got the hit after me and you talk smack about him. Uh, we're through text yesterday and also then he gets the hit, which was a big deal. I get it, but do something different. Cause whatever you're doing doesn't work. Same for you, Corey Dickerson. If you need to bunt <laughs> to move some people over, do it for God's sakes. You're driving me nuts watching you guys taking bats and they're just, they're just wasted. You might as well just stand there without a bat and just pray for a walk. When those guys come up to the plate recently, it's uh it's maddening and it sucks that they have to be in the lineup but due to the injuries and whatnot that's uh, kind of where they're forced to, to be at the moment yeah
1: I mean th- th- there's no question about that and yesterday's lineup was not the a lineup by stretch stretching the imagination we mentioned no. you know Goldschmidt wasn't in it you saw Roma and Sosa, but here were the averages one through nine yesterday <laughs> and th- this is this I this this comment credit to Jeff Jeff Jones on Twitter he tweeted out this uh, picture of the lineup and the caption on his end on Twitter was just July 10th game 88. Pointing out how deep the yard of the season. 257, 254, 264, 291, 1 through 4. It's not bad. but Then you go beyond that, 188, mm-hmm. 198. That's poo holes. So that's, that is what it is. 158, 174, and Austin mine at 150. And again, similar to pitchers' wins, I know averages is not the end all be all, but this yeah. offense, it's been well documented and will be, continue to be well documented as to how much it struggled. But hopefully with O'Neal maybe on his way back, you know, he had some wrist swelling after getting hit by a pitch. That, that could help the offense. Harrison Bader not expected to be back until after the All-Star break. Jack Flaherty not expected to be back until the trade deadline. I know he's a pitcher, but just, you know, getting that information out there. This offense might be at its B level, B minus C level some days until the Colonels get some of those guys back, which might not be for at least a week.
0: Yeah, I mean, you take Carlson out of the lineup. You don't have uh, you don't have Goldie in the lineup there to start uh, yesterday, and then O'Neill, who doesn't usually carry much of a high batting average, but just you know how dangerous he mm-hmm. is. So he's a guy you can accept him hitting two thirty, and you'll be okay with that. You know he's going to strike out, but he can hit forty bombs for you. Uh, Bader, he's obviously a, a better hitter than those. So again, injuries have made the back half of this lineup really look awful and when they do come back i don't know if there's even a spot we talked about this whether edmundo sosa or dickerson even have a spot on this team anymore
1: could not agree more i think that if if bader and o'neill are still healthy that would have been a second on the show as to who got sent down for dickerson <laughs> because there was yeah. absolutely no room on this team for him with with those two guys with the way he's been hitting there's a really good argument yeah. for
0: it yeah you need yeah. that left-handed bat and with him and and new both really not doing all that much I. I don't know who you take your chances, but I guess you, you paid the money to, to Dickerson, and he's a veteran, so you'll give him the benefit of the doubt of getting more at-bats. I'm assuming Nupar is the one who has to has to go back.
1: Yeah, that would that would be my thought as well. But big series this this week against the Dodgers. That'll be a playoff test as well. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode, so be sure to tune back in, whether you're listening on your podcasting platforms, watching on YouTube, both. Maybe you're weird and you want to watch both at the same time. Sync it up. Great. Power War Power to yet, but be sure to come back tomorrow as JD and I talk about the Dodgers series as JD lights a fire to end the show. Hopefully S- S- Michaelis and his sage can uh, bring some success tonight, but until we talk to you tomorrow, we burn some things tomorrow from JD and myself, stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.